Okay, hey guys. So, this is my first attempt at a podcast episode. I literally have no idea what I'm doing. My brother told me about this app, Audacity, like, literally, like, a year ago. I think I was going to start a podcast. Like, beginning of 2021, I think I wanted to start a podcast. And he told me about this app, and I think I recorded, like, one thing. And then I just, like, never looked at it again or, like, never listened to it because, like, I thought it was bad. And... Um, here's my second attempt. So, basically, I'm 19, I'm finishing my freshman year of college, and, um, I never even introduced myself. My name's Teresa, (laughs) and I just thought it would be fun to, like, start a podcast, you know, give my two cents on things. Um, as they say, uh, this episode is probably gonna be really bad, and I'm probably, it's probably never gonna see the light of day, but it's my first attempt. Right now, I'm sitting in my dorm room, drinking my leftover coffee from this morning from Starbucks. Grande shaken espresso with sweet cream. I had a friend that put me onto this drink, and I think that they messed up my order at Starbucks, but um, it actually tastes really good, so this might be my new order. Usually, I'll get like the shaken espresso, and then I'll get the sweet cream cold foam, and then what you do is you like, put your finger over the opening of the, like, the part you drink out of it, you put your finger over that, and you shake it up, so, like, the sweet cream gets, like, mixed in until the shaken espresso, and it tastes so bomb, like, you guys need to try it, but I went to Starbucks, and I ordered it, and I think it was, like, the barista's first day, so she was, like, um, kind of not picking up on it, and she was just, like, okay, sweet cream, and then it says on my cup, just sweet cream, not sweet cream cold foam, so, I think that was, like, different, but it actually tasted really good, so, you know what, sweet cream cold foam, sweet cream, either one, both fire. So yeah, the reason I started this podcast is I like listening to podcasts. Like what we said, podcast, that's my favorite one. Um, I've been listening to that since like quarantine, June or July of 2020. I've been listening to it. So that's like going on two years and I literally listen religiously like every single week. And um, I also started listening to Emma Moon's podcast like I think this year, so I listen to that every week too, and occasionally I listen to the bad broadcast, and that's like a solo podcast, so that's like more of what inspired me to do this one, because obviously I don't have a co-host or anything, so it's just gonna be my ramblings. Anyway, as I said, I'm 19, I go to college in Washington, D.C. Today, I was just like at the Natural History Museum, and it was so cool, like I've actually never been there. This whole year, this whole year of going to college in D.C., I've literally been to one museum, and that was the art museum. But today I went with my friends to the Natural History Museum, and it was so fun. It's so weird that, like, there's literally human remains that have been around for, like, two million years. Like, I literally, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought every single human remain that, like, we know about, it's been around for, like, a thousand years. My friend was looking at this one thing, and then he was like, like, how have the teeth, like, not rotted yet, and then I was, like, okay, well, I'm just gonna take this opportunity to talk about this anthropology class that I take, in which, um, my teacher said that, like, I think teeth are the things, like, from the human body that are, like, the most well-preserved, like, when you dig up a dead body, and so I was, like, well, the teeth don't rot, like, they literally are the most well-preserved part of the body, and then he was, like, what if it's like a million years old? And then I was like, there aren't any human remains that are a million years old. Turns out that's just like flat out wrong. Like I literally, I looked at one thing and it said like two million years old and it was like 
these remains like from Africa or something so yeah I was just flat wrong but I just think it's crazy like it's I can't even like fathom like how old that is you know what I'm saying so yeah that was crazy also the drink I had from this morning I put it in my freezer for like probably like half an hour 45 minutes and then it froze to like the perfect like slushy consistency and so now it's just really hitting different I'm not gonna lie okay so basically what I want this podcast to be is kind of gonna be like what we said like Emma Chamberlain vibes like I just want to give like my two cents on random topics and like give advice about stuff like even though nobody asked I know so today what I did was I just went through the r slash advice subreddit and I just picked out like some stuff that I think I could could give advice on. And there's only like six things, but I figured I would keep this episode like short and sweet because again, I don't really know what I'm doing. So let's just get right into it. Okay, so is it rude to take someone's clothes out of the dryer? Someone was drying their clothes as I was loading the laundry machine. My clothes got done and no one had to come had come to pick up their clothes i waited for some time and still no one came and i was kind of in a rush plus i didn't want my clothes to shrink am i in the wrong here is there a better way to do this their clothes were practically cold indicating they had been done for a while so i feel like it was okay but i don't want to feel like an a-hole okay so i don't see anything wrong with taking someone's clothes out of the dryer if they're like done drying i like obviously i go to college so there's a communal laundry room And people will leave their shit in the dryers for literally, like, hours on end. And there will be, like, no dryers left, so you won't be able to dry your stuff. And it's just, like, the most annoying thing in the world. So I don't see a problem with taking someone's clothes out of the dryer. However, I can see why someone would be pissed if you took their clothes out of the washing machine. That is the most annoying shit to me. Like, you literally, you're going to take someone's clothes out of the laundry machine when they've been done for like 10 minutes and then they get like all moldy and like smelly and if you don't know that someone took your clothes out then you literally are just like screwed so that's the most annoying thing in the world but the dryer I don't see a problem with so I think that you're in the clear okay so why do people avoid me like the plague I've been told by many people that I'm very good looking and likable, but the only people who actually effortlessly approach me are the people who don't get the chance to make assumptions about me, i.e. when I'm getting introduced to a group of people and we're talking a lot and I'm actually laughing and smiling. During other times, whenever I'm not talking to people, I catch a lot of people looking at me, but they never ever talk to me unless I force a conversation, but then they appear to be extremely uncomfortable. When my friend's friends come to talk to them they avoid eye contact with me as much as possible some of my acquaintances have told me that i have a resting bitch face and that i'm extremely intimidating but is a resting resting bitch face really that intimidating to the point where everyone avoids you i wouldn't say i stand out all that much other than maybe the fact that i'm more serious on the quieter side and pay a lot of attention to my posture people do look at me a lot but none of them ever talk to me often it gets really lonely and i'd like some advice on how i could be more approachable perhaps okay I just want to start off by saying I feel this on a spiritual level. Like, when I first got to college, I feel like so many people thought I was, like, gonna be mean or, like, thought I was a bitch just from the way I looked. Like, there was this <laughs> there is this one girl who said that, like, I was giving her dirty looks. Or this was, like, behind my back or something. She was like, Teresa was like, she always gives me death glares. Like, what is her problem? And I was like, I literally, like, didn't even know you existed. Like, 
am I giving people dirty looks like without even knowing it? It's it's honestly like a curse. Like be, being like attractive, but like also having like a resting bitch face. That's a curse because people will A, think you're a bitch like just because you're pretty and like B, will think you're a bitch because I guess you give them death letters. But like, um, I don't really think that you're doing anything wrong. I feel like when I'm introduced to someone, I try to like smile and like give them a compliment or something. And I feel like that helps. You definitely have to be, like, overly friendly when you first meet someone. Or else they're just going to think you're a bitch. Like, yeah. I just I just wanted to put this in because I really relate. Being more approachable, like, there's really just no way. You just need to go out of your way to talk to people. If you're an introvert and also you have an RBF, that's also a really bad combination. Because you're not going to, like, initiate conversations with people. And then also if someone just, like, sees you passing by, they just, like, think you're a bitch, I guess. But you know what? You're a bad bitch. I really don't think like there's a problem with like looking serious. I think it honestly like if someone's gonna say like you look too serious or like you have like an RBF or something like that like it honestly like makes you unique you know like I honestly have no advice because I have the same problem so um I'm literally gonna look at like the advice that people give her. It says she's a 15-year-old female, so she's in high school. Okay, someone said, Honestly, people are either intimidated by you or nervous to speak to you. I'm sorry that you feel like people avoid you, and I hope it doesn't bring you down too much. Do you ever go up to people and start conversations? Talking to people might make people realize you're approachable. Yeah, a resting bitch face is that intimidating. I have one too, so on top of that, I'm a naturally quiet person. On top of that, I'm chronically anxious, so I don't approach anyone. I've been to 10 plus schools. You have no idea how many school shooter comments I've gotten. Okay, so cool. No one has any advice. Honestly, like the only way I, I really remedy this is just like trying to be overly friendly, which is what it takes sometimes, I guess. How did you realize your relationship was toxic? I've been dating my boyfriend for six months and we fight over the stupidest things. I constantly feel judged and I end up feeling like I'm the one who hurt him even though the fights usually start with him. Our personalities are different, but I had believed they complemented each other. Now it seems like we are just not compatible sometimes. I love him so much, but I cry all the time because of how he makes me feel. Okay, um, if you're crying all the time over your boyfriend, that's, that's a sign that you gotta go. I feel like when you're having an argument with your significant other like the only way it can be like beneficial is if you leave the argument feeling like you've reached an understanding if you're ending it up like feeling like you're the one who hurt him or like feeling judged feeling you're the one who hurt him it's probably a sign that you guys aren't good for each other so I can relate to like fighting over stupid things but I feel like when I have a fight with my boyfriend and it's like over a stupid thing then like at the end of the argument like we realize it was like a stupid argument like crying is not a good sign I don't know dump him okay the next one is how do I learn the very basic social skills to survive in our society I'm not talking about having good conversations with anyone. I'm talking about the basic social skills to talk to strangers when needed. I'm so effing scared of talking to anyone and always panic and forget how to speak when talking to strangers, especially if it's important. I fear that one of these days I'm going to get someone, myself, killed because of my inability to talk to people. Okay, so I definitely don't think it's like that serious. Like, I don't think anyone's going to get killed because you don't know how to talk to people. I definitely relate. If I'm ordering food or something and then I like stutter or something, I literally... It's the biggest L. I literally just have to, like, think about what I'm gonna say, like, before I say it. Also, getting a job also helps with this. If you have to be, like, in a customer service voice, 
on a daily basis, then you get like way better at it. For example, I worked in an ice cream shop starting this time last year. I think it was like I started in March 2021 to when I left for college in August. So that's like six months. And I feel like this just helps my social skills so much. I had to basically every customer that would come in the shop, I would be like, hi, how are you doing? Like, what can I get for you? And then I would have to like ask these specific questions about like the ice cream they wanted. I would have to be like, what even was it? I'd be like, what size? What flavor? Do you want toppings? And then I would have to like ring them up and then I'd like if I didn't make their ice cream, I would have to be like, oh, what did you get today? And then like ask them like the follow-up questions like what size did you get so I could like ring it up, right? Yeah, it really just improved my confidence. So I would say like basic social skills, just literally like get a food service job or something. Like it's gonna be awkward at first and you're gonna stutter and like feel like an idiot, but that's the only way to really aid that is just practicing. How do I figure out which career path is best for me? I'm a 14 year old male going to high school this fall. Oh, sheesh. Okay, first of all, you don't need to worry about this yet. My dream job has changed dozens of times as I've grown up, but recently, I haven't really been thinking much about it. Then, one day about a month ago, I was in a Discord call with some of my friends. One of them was streaming. <laughs> Sorry, the Discord just made me laugh. Um, and he decided to show us his exact plan for when he gets out of high school. He knew exactly what career he wanted and even knew which college he wanted to go to for it which he would almost certainly be accepted into because he's smart and college standards aren't too high. I was dumbfounded that he had done so much research about his future when I hadn't even thought of my preferred job. After that, I began to get a little scared since high school is the time when you start to choose classes that will prepare you for what you want to study in college. My parents say I'd be a good lawyer, which I do think I would, but it seems like too much of an effort for a career path that I'm not even 100% sure that I would want to follow. The two career-related things that I enjoyed the most, music and writing, seem too risky and optionless for me to follow. What should I do? How do I figure out which plan I want to follow? And where do I start after I figure that out? All right, the first thing I would say is, like, if you're 14 and you don't know what you want to do with your life, that is completely fine. If you're 18 and you don't know what you want to do for your life, literally all you need to know is, like, what you want in a college, like, what academics and what kind of, like, setting you would want in a college. If you are in college and you don't know what you want to do with your life, you're literally fine, like, at least through freshman year. So I would say, don't worry about it. This kid who knows exactly what he wants to do with his life, he doesn't. He's literally streaming on Discord. I don't even know if I knew anyone in, like, freshman year of high school that knew, like, where they wanted to go to for college. I just had a vague idea of, like, where my brothers had gone and, like, where, like, what part of the country I wanted to go to. And it wasn't until like fall of my senior year that I was actually forced to think about it. So you have a lot of time, first of all. Second of all, once you get to college, you should definitely start thinking about like a career path that like could be good for you. But it's important to keep your options open, which is something I'd realized. I know a lot of people who came into college with their major, it's kind of seemed like they had everything figured out. But a lot of them have changed their majors by now because they realized that like they didn't know that much about the academics and they actually want to do something else with their life. So I would say definitely choose a college where you can keep your options open. Like at my college, what I did was I came in as an undecided major and you can literally take like the gen ed requirements like through basically like the fall semester of sophomore year. Like you'd be fine if you didn't have a major like until the spring semester of sophomore year. And I ended up taking a psychology class that I really liked. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll take a second psychology class. And then I was just like, okay, I would be fine with being a psychology major. So 
it was fine that I came in as an undecided major. And everybody made me feel like I needed to have, like, my career path. You need to know, like, my five-year plan. Like, literally, like, the fall, this fall, like, people made me feel like that. And, like, they're literally changing their plans now. It is fine to have, like, a general idea of what career path you want to do. But you seem like you know, like, you like music and writing. So that's fine. Like, you're literally fine for now. That's my advice. Okay. Don't have friends lately, but don't feel bad about it. Been through a lot this past year. Bad, abusive relationship, work drama, old friendships faded away. I've been working on myself a lot, trying to find a new job, move later this year. This guy I've been talking to asked me what I like to do on the weekends and what I'm going to do with my friends. I told him I was just going to hang out and wasn't sure what I was going to do. He kind of made me feel bad because he kept asking questions about friends and why I'm not around any and stuff. These past few months, honestly, I haven't felt particularly bad or lonely about not having friends I go hang out with. But now maybe it's bad not to be going out and meeting people. IDK, I just don't, just didn't think I was doing anything wrong keeping to myself for a while. Should I be going out? Absolutely not. That's fine. I think that's a good thing. Like, you're literally taking time for yourself, working on yourself, and... I think that honestly at this point in your life like having friends and like going out would honestly do more harm than good like you learn so much about yourself just by being independent doing your own thing literally going to coffee shops by yourself like doing things for fun like just for yourself and making yourself your own best friend I think that's like such a positive thing it seems like the only thing that's bothering you is like what this guy thinks about you not having a lot of friends and it doesn't really bother you so unless it's like bothering you I would say keep doing your own thing okay so that was all the advice I had this week I just wanted to keep this episode short because I don't really know like how to edit this podcast or like what it should be called or like how to make an account for it on Spotify so I need to figure out all that this advice column was a bit shorter than usual I'm gonna try and think of more ideas for podcasts and then probably make a new episode like next week but thank you for listening if anyone's listening and I will see you when I see you (laughs) 